husband don't know what he's done Kids don't know what's wrong with mom She can't say, they can't see Putting it down to another bad day My name's Martin Walsh, I'm a bass player of um, Oldham's finest boy band, Spiral Carpets. Um, and I've been tasked today, basically, to ask the question, can Oldham's music scene survive outside of the centre of Manchester? So, um, I'm here as a musician, producer, remixer, but also I do music industry consultancy, I talk about the music business. I've um, been involved in music business now for 30 years. I started extremely young, though, really, really young. Um, and really, yeah, today I want people to ask questions from the panel. I'll let the panel introduce themselves. And basically, yeah, the, the first question to the panel will be, um, I suppose, really, can Oldham survive, uh, can the Oldham's music scene survive outside the centre of Manchester? So, Hi, I'm Dave Brown. Um, I'm part of um, the Great Manchester Music Commission that Andy Burnham set up at the start of last year. Um, a little bit different to the rest of the panel in that I don't actually work in music. Um, my day job, I'm a finance manager of a Siemens factory down in Wivenshaw. Um, but I run a, a music blog in Manchester called Even the Stars. Um, and I go to about 150 to 200 gigs a year. Um, and I wanted to be on the commission to try and put across the voice of, you know, the, the person going to the gigs. Um, you know, someone who talks to a lot of emerging artists right at the very start of their careers and journeys in music and put across some of the um, challenges that they face. Thank you. Um, yeah, so my name is Sam Malik. Um, as well as a member of the Great Manchester Music Commission, um, I'm a creative that was born and raised and practised in Oldham from 2002-2003 till about 2016. That's a very long time. Um, and then, um, yeah, I moved to Manchester. I mean, I moved to Manchester, I took my work over there, and I've been uh, practicing there since. Um, and I was Jay's replacement. And by that, I don't mean by any way his skills, knowledge, or experience. Uh, but when he asked me, I was like, oh, Jay, this is my feelings about the live music scene in Oldham. Maybe I'm not going to make any particular friends um, talking about my previous, my previous current experiences. And then apparently Jay thinks I'm the perfect guy to come and have a co-rant with everyone um, and share some of the experience that I've seen over the years in practicing in in Oldham and then you know some of the some of the reasons why I felt as a creative practitioner and professional why I felt I needed to move to the city. 
Hi everybody, I'm Rebecca Soiree and I am a Senior Policy Officer with Greater Manchester Combined Authority, Creative Culture and Nighttime Economy team. I also sit on the Greater Manchester Music Commission as an artist because I also DJ, curate and um, produce and um, I have a bit of a dual role on the commission and I also do various things across the city and out of the city and I'm very, I'm an advocate for local areas and supporting the ecosystems of the artists, the creators, um, the practitioners. I do a lot of work in Stockport with their creative cultural strategy at the moment, helping bring the communities together, something that I feel could probably happen here. Uh, I do feel there's there's a lot of remit in different spaces in Manchester that get you know overlooked. So as a as a as a combined authority, we are trying to work on that at the moment and build that into our strategies. So um, I can give you perspective on that as well as a creative myself. Okay. So, so Rebecca, what what would you say then the, the strategy is with regards to like you know music in the suburbs? I think it's about um, initially finding out exactly where the points of support are needed. Right. What looking at a space, looking at its uh, the economic the, the economic side of it, the re- regeneration, if that's something that's needed, um, and then looking at the communities, what's actually going on there, what's happening, because in particularly in Swap Stop Hall, there's so many independent collectives happening. I host uh, mixes there every other month and we have all kinds of people coming through from it, from people that are doing their own, um, that have their own businesses, people that need support or advice, um, venue owners, people that are wanting to start or startups. So it's about and connecting with what is actually going on in the space because I think okay. sometimes there's a disconnect, a massive disconnect. So I'll, I'll ask a question. Is, is there anything like that existing in Oldham, that sort of community, with a point of a better word? Uh, yeah, Ian Wolstenholme, Oldham Community Radio. Um, there, there was a time, um, I've been doing this for 40 odd years, but there was a time when pre-social media, um, new emerging artists in the area would contact the local radio, even hospital radio back in my original roots, uh, to um, say, can you please play our new song, whatever it might be, um, interestingly, in the last, and I suppose COVID's got a lot to do with it, maybe, but certainly in the last two, two, three years, the number of truly local people who want to engage or communicate or get their music sounds, whatever, on community radio has almost gone to zero. There was a time not that long ago when our inbox was full of MP3s of, you know, new, new bands, new soloists. That now is still the case, but sadly, those artists are not even Manchester-centric. They're more down in, in, in the capital. Um, and I, I wonder why that is. Is it perhaps that social media is the dominant platform as opposed to what would have been a traditional first line of getting your new talent out there to a a modest audience, it must be said, but nonetheless, you know, 30,000 people across Oldham is perhaps something that's not chicken feed. Yeah, I mean, I personally, um, just a bit of context, uh, for the past six, seven years, most of the work that I've been doing is artist management, music marketing, etc. I don't think social media is the culprit here. I think it's the way people consuming music is the culprit here. Um, majority of the people that are listening to radio now is on-demand radio. Um, so whether that's Spotify, 
um, like I'm going to listen to the song that I want, when I want, how I want. Um, so I think that is the challenge that we've got. On the flip side for the radio station, thinking about some of the platforms and the da automated databases that I use to send out to radio stations, I go by which playlist, which, um, um, which DJ and the number of listeners. And if anything's got less than 3,000 listeners, I usually don't send to them, to be honest. Um, depending on the genre of music anyway, because some of my stuff that I'm promoting is somewhat niche and very... Um, so the gamble is if anyone's got more than... I mean, that, that number's not like a set number, but the, the platform that I use, Sona, for example, it has a filter, anything below 3,000 don't show me. Because uh, that's then classed as a, a really small radio station then. But well, yeah, I think the main point is social media is not the culprit, it's the way we consume music, which is a whole other philosophical conversation. Yeah. I think for an artist starting up, though, it is, you know, that local thing is very important. Um, I remember, like, in late 80s, discovering a lot of bands, there was a, K a station called KFM in Stockport, and basically it was local bands sending in demos. And they then advertised that that band was playing a gig, and if we liked the band, we'd go and sit, we'd go to a gig, and that's how we found out about stuff. And, and social media is a problem because there's just so much out there. You know, if there was a gig on in Oldham tonight, how would we actually yeah. find out about it? Because I looked at some kit before and put in Oldham, and that's usually my, my source of finding out where gigs are, and it just throws me into Manchester. Yeah. Um, is there a gig on tonight in Oldham? Yeah, it's here. Lord's mics. And another thing, and it's not actually to, to do with music development in Oldham, but um, right, I'll try not to cry now. In two days' time, Oldham Coliseum is going to be closing. I work there. And I work on the box office, and at least at least eight gigs a year are tribute bands, and people have got an opportunity there to, all right, they can't afford to go and watch the big bands, and to be honest, a lot of the bands that play there, they're tribute bands to bands that, um, that don't exist anymore, you know, like Radio Gaga. We had Radio Gaga two, two three weeks ago. But... That's 500 seats, it's always rammed. It's always absolutely rammed. And if you look at the seating plan, it's like a mild case of measles. You'll get one seat there, one seat there, one seat there. And we're guaranteed, set 495 seats, we always sell. But that venue's lost now. It, it, the, last, the last performance is on Friday. Friday. Yeah, I've been involved with the Coliseum for quite a few years. <clears throat> um, last few years it's been doing, curating some of the nights, like I did the South Asian Closing Night Festival that they did in summer. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's definitely a shame um, in terms of, in term, I mean, if you go all the way back from, mentioned Castle a few times a year, um, and I remember my good old friend Jeremy introduced me to Castle many years ago, and I, and I didn't even, how shall I say this, um, when I went in there, I was definitely one of a kind, like, I stood out, right? 
but then I knew I knew that I mean back then I didn't know that later on I found out like this is where progression and change etc will need to come and consolidating some of the comments we were talking about bands progressing and moving into other venues and then young people so my my kind of work with young people and music brains ticking is as a town what are we are, what are we doing are we doing something and expecting young people to come or are we putting something on for young people uh, like have the tastes of young people changed now in music where i don't remember last night where a night was specifically for people like 18 to 25 when they could actually go and be themselves because it, it can be unwelcoming when you're an 18 year old lad going into a space full of 50 year old men and listening to music that's perhaps not your taste I mean, I said this to you, Martin, before, like, you know, like it or hate it, like Liquid, you know, they're probably the only one that I hated it. It might, it might like, outside observation, they're the only venue in Oldham that are catering for young people, what they want. I mean, it's all great that we put on stuff. I know, yeah, young people come and tag along with your older sibling and your parents, but what, what, where do young people actually want to go? Do we have that information in this room? The, the biggest venue in Oldham now is Wilkes. So, last year, I mean, well, we had two things, didn't we? we hold, so, the Oldham College, they have a music department and they approached us, didn't they? Can we put on our end of the year show for the um, students? We invited them down, didn't we, Paul? Yeah. We introduced them to Paul Sound Engineer, didn't you? Ran them through the system and then they brought all their own sound desk and they did the evening themselves. And that was a, that was a, a fab, you know, it were a really successful night where they got on stage and, you know, performed for all the parents and families and everything. And But then there's nothing till the year <laughs> Again, there's nothing till the year after. And it's... Yeah. Um, I don't know what's happening with the Coliseum. That's a building that, you know, I think we've got to separate. Coliseum is an arts organisation, oh, no, theatre. And then we've got the building which yeah. the local authority own. And I'm not involved... By the way, I'm just being really straight with you. I'm not part of those conversations, but I can take stuff back. And um, absolutely, you know, um, it's I've been to music gigs there, theatre gigs there, and various different things. And, and we don't want to lose lose venues, but actually, that venue has some issues, I think, um, which we're aware of. Um, and the plan was for the theatre move out there. But yes, what is the plan with that? And I think that's a really good question to be asking. And actually, even if you look at um, the theatre planned over the next few years, which the council have committed to, um, and other spaces that are planned for the town centre. And it's not just about local authority venues popping up, because I love to hear about Whittles and all these other places and venues. And we want a variety. You want lots going on, don't you? You want a variety of pubs and restaurants. And you want, um, you know, a few places to go. You don't just want one venue that everybody goes to. Council knocking them down, though, don't they? Yeah, what they doing yeah, is they encourage. Independent businesses and, and in terms of rates and, and, and plan, you know, we, we definitely don't need any more fried chicken shops. We know that, so we're good for that. So, like, what you know, like, you know, what is he doing to encourage the ecosystem to develop, like, you know, artistically, creatively? Are there any stirring groups here at all? What, as in, in all like, of them? Yeah, like creative steering groups. Has anyone ever been asked to be on anything like that? Yeah. There's a few. There's a few on the creativity and cultural forum. <laughs> yeah. So there's. Well, sorry to interrupt, Sam. Um, <coughs> steering groups wise, um, there's the cultural partnership, which is um, various different members from different cultural organisations, etc. And um, 
uh, not my team, but the creativity and culture team based within the council, which are based in this building. Nick and I are part of that gang. Um, we run the Creativity and Cultural Forum, which at the moment just happens every six months. There's also, we've met once, a couple of people who attended that. There's a, call it a task and finish group, somebody told me to call it that. But it's, it's a group of people who are interested in looking at spaces for creativity, really. What do we need? So it's really a first conversation we met a few months ago. Um, and I think I'd love to see more of that because it's about people telling not just the council but being vocal about what is what is needed potential and that's not just we give the local authority a big wish list it's about well what have we got what do we need where the gaps are whether that is rehearsal spaces whether that is performing spaces so that this like this young man on the front row he has a progression within his town before he goes off to Manchester and goes UK-wide, etc. And I know that's only one picture, by the way, in the music scene. I'm sorry to pick on you again. Shouldn't have sat on the front row. But, um, you know, in a really good way. Um, yeah, there are a few things planned as well. You know, there are... Yes, we've got um, a, a gap now in, in what will be a theatre space. But, I, I, you know, I will ask that question about what will happen to that building. I'm really happy to take that back. And, and you know, if you've left your email and you've said hello, you know, we're really happy to share that as part of it afterwards. Um, but there will be a new space within, if everybody familiar with TJ Hughes, I still call it TJ Hughes. So the new space that is being created in what was um, a store is now being knocked down. They're building a new market in that space, but there will be an event space. And that's one of the groups I'm just part of, many of a number of. And that will be a space which won't be just a music venue. I don't think it's specifically being created for that, but it will be able to host things like that as well and I think at the current plans and don't you know don't hold me to this because they are developing as we speak you know that could have a potential of you know 200 300 seated up to a thousand standing you know so it's, it's looking at different progressions isn't it within that but it's not all about like I don't want to get obsessed with all you end up be, being really obsessed with how many people we get through the door I think for me is what venues have we got out there and and do people know where music's happening all the time you get in you know you, you might have some certain followers or, or regulars at a pub you know would it be, be really useful to us to start sharing what we've got now to hopefully develop what comes next? Yeah, I think one of the things we need to touch on as well is like this audience is very white and all them isn't very white. Yeah. Like you know, it's, you know, so we, there's got to be like young white people out there and Asian people out there that are not only doing music on their own but are doing music together. There's got to be a scene. There's got to be. I think, I think me, me, and, me and Dave were chatting just before the session actually and we were saying maybe the, the very nature of a venue needs to change really you know so that we can't just accept uh, expect it to be uh, open at 8 o'clock and everybody gets hammered or whatever and, and also I know you were talking a lot about safe spaces The Manchester indie scene is very lad focused you know it's, it's you know if I've seen a four line up of four lad bands on a bill in Manchester I've seen it a million times but, you know, if you go and play a gig at the castle or night and day, 
Um, the facilities there aren't very welcoming. Um, now the venues don't have the funds to do anything about that because you know they're operating on on very thin margins. But there isn't a space there that encourages you know young women to go and form a band at 16 or 17. And you see the ones that do, either their brothers in the band or their boyfriends in the band, and I hate that stereotype of boyfriend girlfriend in bands, but you know there's somebody there to look after them because of 15 lads in a in a dressing room. You know, I would if I had a daughter, I wouldn't want her in that space, um, and that really does stop the development of you know anything that's other than that stereotype of what a rock and roll band looks like. I think um, we have it on the positive. We have almost a blank canvas to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what that's it means. So it's getting our eyes together, figuring out what that means. Like, and it's not going to happen overnight. We've got, we've got as much time yeah. as we want, haven't we? And there's some really great things. I mean, you talk, somebody talked about Wigan before, and, and you know what they've done at Independence, but also at the old courts. You know, it's, it's almost a model that other areas could look at. Basque uh, in Stockport, although it's not a traditional music venue, you know, it, it's working. Um, Pop in Hyde um, have moved to a new premises because they're in the process of developing. It's an amazing space, and that's a community space. Um, and I think that that's the way forward. Um, is it, I think it's the old rock and roll venues will die out, and, and the spaces we watch music in will look very different. We're seeing it, you know, in, in Manchester, Canvas, New Century Hall, that they're different types of venues, and they've got to be accessible to everyone, particularly, you know, in Oldham, because there is a very, you know, the, the cultural mix here is very rich. You've got to have something that's going to draw people in from all those strands of the community because, you know, it helps to build that community because there's nothing that brings people together like being in a room listening to music. Well, this is this space, isn't it? Not this, this, this space here is perfect. Yeah. This room is perfect. We were talking about this before. Can I be mildly con controversial? Somebody asked about this particular space here. On the 10th of March... I got an email from somebody who's probably not going to be a signed band. It's Oldham Tuneless Choir. <laughs> Oldham Tuneless Choir. Who I've been here. Uh, they've used the performance space here for over a year. And all at once, uh, the council increased the fee from uh, zero to £190 for 90 minutes. That's to hire this space. Are we just not being accommodating enough for venues to put on music? Sometimes that it's not just just opening the doors. It's not we don't have a caretaker that you know what I mean does all of those technical things. And if you need a PA system and all the rest of it, that but but we're, you know I'm not I'm not thing is is this space is available. It's relatively low cost. There might be other venues as well that we can share you know but we're about using this it is very very well used and also i think we've got to bear that in mind this isn't sat empty all the time it's used for lots of different things and this is only one piece of the puzzle ah, right right how do, how do you form a steering group right because to me that, that's a very sort of councilly sort of thing to do so what what is it and i'm playing devil's advocate here do you know what i mean but what, what do people need to do what you know in some ways what made you come tonight was it because you're you're a bit naffed off you know you want to have your say you want to make some change i think 
well, that's only a few of them, but you know, just listening to you all is, if we took three things away, one of those being, let's set up another session, not doesn't have to be led by me, I can find your room though, or we can go Littles, or we can go Bank Top Tavern, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll happily come along, either with my council hat on or as an alderman. But, um, but what would the other two be that we could take away from this evening? If that's, you know what I mean? I think when you feel like you want to meet, don't you've had a conversation, and right, that woman sat on the front row, Rachel's going to organise the next meeting. Oldham Live Music. Oh, right. Hashtag Oldham Live Music. Hashtag Oldham Live Music.